of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. And welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Thank you for joining me today as we're continuing through the Psalm Project. And we have reached a point in the Psalms that I have been looking forward to since the beginning. I don't know. I think I've referenced this a few times. But we are at Psalm 120, which begins the first of 15 Songs of Ascent. So Psalm 120 through Psalm 134 are called the songs of ascent. And as the tradition suggests, they were sung by pilgrims traveling to the mountain of God, to Zion, to worship. And so Psalm 120 opens the group appropriately with the song of a faithful worshiper who is far away from the temple among a pagan people. And uh, so these were used for liturgical purposes, um, Many of them do not have, uh, are not attributed to a particular author. The two authors that you do see uh, specifically when, they, when one of the Songs of Ascent is attributed to an author is David, uh, that is David and Solomon. Um, other than that, most of them are not attributed to any particular author. They are relatively short, uh, so the, the settings will be shorter, um, and... The commentary will be shorter, as it will be today. But there is a lot packed in to these songs of ascent. And as I mentioned, this first one appropriately is is sung by a person who is far away from the temple of God and traveling as a pilgrim to worship the Lord. So let me read for you Psalm 120. In my distress, I called to the Lord and he answered me. Deliver me, O Lord, from lying lips, from a deceitful tongue. What shall be given to you, and what more shall be done to you, you deceitful tongue? A warrior's sharp arrows with glowing coals of the broom tree. Woe to me that I sojourn in Meshech, that I dwell among the tents of Kedar. Too long have I had my dwelling among those who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. So let's look at a few things that stick out in this particular song. The first thing I see in verse 2 is uh, the psalmist says to deliver me from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. So the psalmist's enemies slander him unmercifully. And and he even personifies the deceitful tongue in verse 3. And he says... What more shall be done to you, you deceitful tongue? He says, what shall be given to you? And this is when he's talking about there at the beginning of verse 3, what shall be given to you? The you he is referring to is the enemy whose lies trouble him. And then in verse 4, a warrior's sharp arrows. So the liars will be repaid with the same kind. And then he has this interesting phrase here in verse 5. Woe to me that I sojourn in Meshech and that I dwell among the tents of Kedar. So uh, the writer could be speaking figuratively here, comparing the treatment he receives from God's people 
to what he might expect from barbarians. Why do I say barbarians? Uh, Meshach, uh, Meshach was a son of Japheth, who was one of the three sons of Noah in the Bible. And according to the priestly source of the Pentateuch, Japheth, uh, Japheth is Noah's third son, but the Yahwist tradition in Genesis 9 represents him as the second son. Um, you may be wondering what I'm talking about, the priestly source or the Yahwist uh, source. There are four different um, sources um, that are used uh, as sources of the Pentateuch. That is the Yahwist tradition, the uh, priestly source, the Deuteronomist source, and the Eloist source. And so there's some uh, some differences. I, I, I hesitate to call these sort of things discrepancies because there are always explanations. Um, and keep in mind, these texts have been passed down for centuries. And so, uh, but yet we still have an intact word of God, a narrative of scripture. Um, so Meshach was a son of Japheth. And um, this this area, this location, the, the location called Meshach, is known for a barbaric sort of people. And then he mentions Kedar. Uh, Kedar was a son of Ishmael. The literal places of Meshach and Kedar are very far from Israel. So this, this is uh, symbolic of the sojourner here, the pilgrim traveling to the mountain of God. And at this point, he is far away. And so these, little, these literal places, Meshach and Kedar, are far from Israel, but they are also far from each other. Meshach was in Asia Minor and Kedar was in Arabia. And so the entire point here of the psalm is that the psalmist, the worshiper of God, desires to be close to God. And his journey to get to that place is a difficult one. He is among a people who lie, who slander him. And so he, he says, Too long I have had my dwelling among people who hate peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. So his desire and his... Uh, um, his focus is quite different from those uh, people that he is around. And so this uh, psalm, as I mentioned, is very re it's relatively short. It is four short stanzas. It is set in a 6-8 time. Um, and as it is an, a song of ascent, as it is a song of ascent, it is set in a celebratory manner. Even though the psalmist uh, has these negative emotions, these uh, worries if you or concerns, if you will, um, he realizes that the Lord is the only one who can deliver him. Said in verse 2, deliver me, O Lord. And so he is traveling to see the Lord, to worship the Lord. And so this is set in a celebratory mood. And so, uh, as I mentioned, very short, uh, short commentary and a short musical setting. So here is Psalm 120 set to music. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.
from lying lips and crafty tongue, oh Lord, my soul set free. What shall he give in you, false tongue? What added to your doom? Sharp arrows from a warrior's bow and red hot coals of broom. Alas for me that I've sojourned so long in Meshach's land that I have made my dwelling where the tents of Kedar stand. Too long my soul has made its home with those who peace abhor. I stand for peace, but when I speak, 